Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. What is going on, everybody? My name is Connor Lawler. Welcome back to a very special episode of Hero or Zero. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast. We are back again talking one comic book character, as we do every single week. We talk to good points and their bad points. We generally just give you a bit of a rundown of everything to do with that character. Now, Sean is not here today. But instead of doing a Hero or Zero by myself, I decided to get one of my good pals... And also a listener of the show, Mr. Carl Fennessy. Carl, how are you? Well, Connor, how are you? Good to see you. <laughs> are, are you are you nervous? I'm not going to lie, I'm a little nervous. There's a lot to live up to here. Sean normally does a fairly good job. <laughs> so, uh, anyone who's not Irish will think, God, Carl's name's a bit weird. You are correct, it's a very much Irish name. But, um, he has been one of my friends for many, many years. And has listened to the show, I think, from like episode one? You've been yeah, yeah, I've been a long-time listener. All the way from the very beginning, I remember... I, I remember them all now at this stage. Um... And yes, Cahill is a strange name. <laughs> There's not uh, many names that have a T and a H right beside them. <laughs> it's like Saoirse Road. It's, it's very safe. So, Saoirse. So what we decided to do today was because Cahill's been kind of at me. He wants to be on the show. He loves The Flash. And what I wanted to do was I felt like I couldn't do The Flash justice in a hero or a zero. So I decided, like we did with one of our other special guest co-hosts, Mr. Cotter Martin, I don't know, it was a few months ago, he did Darth Revan, he loves Star Wars. Me and Sean are smart enough to realise we're not experts on nearly anything. To be honest, we just kind of wig it most of the time. But this week, 
I've brought in my Flash expert. Someone who has seen... Have you seen all eight seasons of the Flash TV show? Uh, I'm, I'm fairly up to date. The last season, now I jumped out on a bit of it. But yeah, before that, I was, I was right up to date on the Flash. You have to be the only listener or I'm viewer of the show. fairly certain I'm probably the only one that's stuck with it this long. Yeah, Dan Gustin yeah. has stopped watching the show. The man's sure. just there for a paycheck these days. Although saying that, he'd still be better than Ezra Miller. That, oh, look, as a human... Yes, also as a flash, yes. So, here's the thing. You've come in and you you told me you're going to do the flash. I don't know what flash you're going to do. Um, and I'm intrigued to hear because are you going to do Ezra Miller's Flash? Because I, I that might excite me because I'm I'm very interested in that movie that's coming out, Sean. <laughs> Sean. Sean. Well, <laughs> Sean, how are we? I didn't realize you walked into the room. <laughs> He's no. just standing behind you. <laughs> Uh, no, I feel like all the controversy around Ezra Miller at the moment, it might not be mm. the right time to be doing yeah. his Flash, yeah. or his version of the Flash. Okay. So I have decided to do Barry Allen the Flash. Um, probably the most well-known, he's the second Flash, uh, after Jay Garrick. So Bartholomew Henry oh. Barry Allen. Oh, we're getting... The pop- Flash. Oh, very First very appeared... Posh. Very posh. You have to give him his full name yes. if you're going to go with it. Mm. First appeared in Showcase Number no. 4 uh, Comics in October 1956. He was created by writer Robert uh, Kanger. Now, I'm not going to get these names right because <laughs> there's a talk about Colbus, a TH. This has an I, a G, a H. But, I don't but know. You know. But you know what the thing is? Me and Sean get names wrong on almost a daily basis. Love uh, true. Love true. Absolutely. So if you get any names wrong, you can just say you were following our lead. Uh, and the illustrator then was Carmine Infantino. Uh, Barry Allen is actually the second Flash, as I just said, the first Flash being Jay Garrick. Uh, so for many people that don't know, there's a bit of backstory behind the Flash. There's like the one that everybody knows, the most famous one. But before that, there was a different one. And believe me, it's completely different to what you, you think you know. So the first one I go with is Barry Allen is a forensic uh, chemist. So he's a very intelligent scientist for the Central City Police Department, so the CCPD. He has a reputation of being very slow, always being late, and just never being anywhere on time like he's meant to. Oh, it's a good one. That, that's a good little gag they it's have like, there. It's, yeah. a, it's a nice little teaser, isn't it? It's, it's a nice <laughs> little teaser. But he's always late. He's he never on time. He can't never. be the fastest man in the world. By the way, can I just tell the listeners, you were the only person who's ever done a Hero Zero with pieces of paper. You have notes. Oh, I, I took my assignment seriously. Handwritten notes he has, but there's a gentleman. Serious, I took this very seriously. Like Connor Myron came on, did an all right job. I wanted to do better. Okay. Uh, so, as his reputation of being very slow and always late, he was always pissing off his um, basically the person in charge of him and his fiance, who was Iris West. If many, if any of you don't know. Um, one night while Barry is working late on a new case, a lightning bolt came straight through. <laughs> and I mean to say, straight through the top of his lab. I'll be like, right on top straight, of him. Straight like, on top of him. A million to one shot. This, I mean, funnily enough, struck Barry. That is surprising. It's odds. I don't know what the odds are, but it's, it's fairly high, I feel. Uh, through the roof of his lab, striking Barry at the same time as a case full of unspecified chemicals oh, spilled. I love unspecified chemicals. <laughs> what are the chances? The exact same time. It's just a liquid. I don't know what's in it. Drenches Barry and he's 
flung from one side of the room to the other. Okay? Can I, so, by the way, is it the first Jay Garrick, does he drink a potion? And it, no, it's water vapour. Oh, sorry, it's water vapour that's hurt. <laughs> water vapour gets into his lungs <laughs> and he becomes the Flash. <laughs> Which really, he should be Aquaman. Yeah. But the second Flash has the classic lightning strikes chemicals in a lab like, and he turns into so super simple. Powered. Yeah, yeah. It could happen to anybody. Back in the day, that was, it was either that or injection. Injection. Or always injection like Steve Rogers and yeah. Marvel. Yeah, yeah. So obviously he was flung unconscious and across the room. When Barry woke up, now surprisingly yeah. enough, he realises he can run super fast. <laughs> this is super speed. Yeah. He pass, He passes, or possesses equally enhanced reflexes, senses and healing. So... He can heal basically from anything in a matter... What, what a broken arm would normally take a couple of weeks, it takes him a couple of hours. Okay, that's pretty Everything good. Everything is enhanced. Yeah. Uh, he later decides that he's going to don this red bodysuit that you know that he wears with a lightning bolt on his chest yeah. to signify the lightning bolt he got struck with and calls himself the Flash, or the Blur, as he starts out. Okay. Uh, after his childhood hero, Jay Garrick. So he actually read comic books of Jay Garrick being the Flash when he was younger. That, that's actually one of the interesting parts about Barry Allen, that Jay Garrick is a comic book legend in the universe. So Jay Garrick is actually, in this universe, Jay Garrick is actually from a different Earth. He's on Earth, so we'll say Barry Allen's on Earth 1, yeah. Jay Garrick's on Earth 2, but it seems that Earth 1 knows about him and he's actually in a comic book on Earth 1, but they don't know he's real. Yeah, it's, it's one of those. It's, one of, it's, look, it's strange, but it's just a way of writing yeah, around it. that's fair enough. Um... Yeah, so, and he becomes the Central City's resident costumed hero. So that was just a little basic background on him. So mm-hmm. that's him, basically. So Central City University professor Ira West, so that would be Iris West's uh, adopted father, uh, designed Barry's costume and, uh, and the ring that Barry actually holds his suit in. Uh, the ring can eject a compressed clothing... When Barry, so this is real comic book stuff here, clothing, when Barry needs it and suck it back in again. Never explained. The suck it back in bit always confused Never explained. Never explained. I mean, when it pops out, it's pretty cool. He's wearing a ring. He's dressed normally. He's like, oh, I got to do flash things. So Sue pops out. He spins around real quick. He's the flash. How does he get it back into that little hole? According, (laughs) and I mean to say now, a special gas... (laughs) That shrinks the suit. Gets it back into the ring every single time. <laughs> he sucks it back up. Simple. Oh, yeah. Simple. It's a special gas. Yeah. No questions needed. Okay. <laughs> Barry also invented the cosmic treadmill. So this treadmill is a device that allows precise time travel and was used in many of the stories that Barry's involved in. So for many people that might know, Barry's so fast he can break the speed of light and time and travel between time timelines, basically. It's one of those uh, powers that they gave him and then they panicked and then they realised he can never be in peril because no matter what happens, he can just go back in time. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's an issue. It's, it's broken. Yeah, it's, it's to a, be honest, it's broken. Any sort of but it always yeah. leads to a lot of fun stories and interesting stories yeah. because of the fact he can just jump between timelines and, and there's always consequences. And you can sit... And it does lead to probably one of his most famous stories. Yeah, which I, I yeah, yeah, definitely yeah. will get on to later. Uh, so just the last thing there, Batman once said, and this is a quote from Batman in one of the comic books, that Barry Allen is the kind of man that I would have hoped to become if my parents had not been murdered. <laughs> <laughs> that's classic Bruce. So that's 
simple Bruce to still bringing up I, the murdered I like, parents. You I know? like to think that Bruce ends every sentence with that last sentence. So he's like, I would clean the dishes. Yeah, if oh, my parents hadn't been murdered. Every single time. He would do a lot of things if his parents hadn't been murdered. I would help that old lady across the street if my parents hadn't been murdered. But alas, she's going to die on that motorway. So, yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> the parents got more murdered. Uh, so Barry becomes a member of the Justice League. So this is kind of all general background on his first his first origin. I'll get into his main origin then. That's the one oh. that everybody would know. Okay. Um so, yeah, he becomes a member of the Justice League, which leads him to the Crisis on Infinite Earths, which I'm going to talk, to bu- talk about in a bit. Uh, here, Barry actually saves the multiverse, which was in 1988, but didn't like, he passes away when this happens. But they didn't want to get rid of him, so there was a huge loophole left, basically, <laughs> which I will talk about in a while, that leaves Barry able to be brought back into other stories. There's a, there's a lot of cliffhangers here. There is. Um, oh, trust me. Yeah. We're going to get into it's it. It's almost like they keep writing stories for the man who can reverse time and then panicking and then being like, ah, we'll get back to it at a later date. Fuck it. Yeah, oh, 100%. And I'm literally, I literally have ye quoted here in this, you and Sean. <laughs> oh, good. And I said, a loophole, comic book bullshit... <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which allows Barry basically to come back to life. Okay. okay. So <laughs> when he's killed off, Barry turns into, and this is the comic book bullshit, by the yeah. way. Turns, it's said that he turns into a lightning bolt, which goes back in time, becoming the lightning bolt that hits him in his lab, enabling him to become the Flash. Okay. So this is the sort of bullshit we're talking about. <laughs> when they came up with that. They were thinking, they yeah. Were, they were on a lot of drugs and then they, they came up with it and they all just sat around in the room and they were just like, I think we've, I think we've fixed oh, comics. We, we've nailed this. I, I think we've completed comics, guys. So, yeah, so that was his original one. And then now I'm going to go on about the most famous one that everybody knows. This is the one that's in the TV show. And I'm pretty sure even you... You're not the biggest fan of The Flash, but I'd say you know this one as well. I'm, I'm a fan of The Flash. So the I, Justice League show. You actually you do. You like Michael Rosenbaum. He's I, he's the, he's the voice Flash. of the Flash in yeah. Justice League. Yeah, yeah. So this the the more famous one is the Flash. Basically, when he was younger, his parents are murdered. Mm. Sorry, his mother is murdered. Yeah. His father is then blamed for the murder, but Barry was in the house when it happened and says he sees a man with red eyes and a yellow suit do it, but he was basically removed from the house he doesn't know how he got down the street but he does and by the time he gets back his father's been taken out in handcuffs and blamed for the murder mm. because there's nobody else there's no other evidence in the house bar the father's uh, we'll say DNA on the mother's body and the knife and, and the, the father was at the time he was murdering somebody else which a lot of people don't know that's like a little he was actually stabbing another person yeah. down the street and it was just coinkydink that he got blamed for this yeah, one he's yeah, a, yeah I didn't actually touch her like I have but never touched her Barry obviously yeah. is a hundred percent thinks that his father is innocent. Yeah. So in this one, it's not Ira West; it's um, Joe West Allen. Joe West. He's actually a police officer who arrests his father and then takes Barry in and adopts him. His daughter is Iris West. It's technically it's, fine. It's fine. Okay, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Iris West, who let's just say they get to know each other fairly well as kids and then grow up to become man and wife. It's the Johnny Blaze. Yeah, it's just happy how it happened. Though it's, it's just a funny quinky it's, thing. It's one of those as with comic books we've discussed. Technically fine, morally questionable. Um, questionable. questionable. <laughs> it's a nice way to put it. So yeah, he adopts him. So Barry basically is continuously running away as a kid because he believes his father's innocent he believes what he saw was a yellow man red suit and that's who killed him but 
it never happens. Nothing is ever proven, and his father stays rotten in jail throughout his life. Mm-hmm. So, like we we'll say, twenty-one when he becomes twenty-one, twenty-two, he's still a forensic scientist. He still has this reputation of being extremely slow and late. There's going to, to be a lightning bolt. <laughs> they're, they're <laughs> so, as we heard earlier, Barry Allen actually wants to go to Star Labs to this brand new particle accelerator that's been turned on. Oh, even better. Yeah. Oh, I'm telling a you. Machine what can go just, wrong? A machine that will a give very, you the A powers. new particle accelerator never been heard from before. A, a scientific breakthrough, if you will. <laughs> will only be used once. <laughs> Funnily enough, Barry actually is late for it oh. and misses it. So he goes back to his lab to work on a case. Now, he has like an electric uh, conductor up out the roof. Yeah. And he decides he's going to start pulling this in because... Electric, there's a uh, electricity in the air. Clouds are all starting. It looks like it's going to be electric shower mm. uh, or lightning strike. Sorry, and Barry starts going towards it. The minute he goes towards oh. it, boom, oh. lightning. And, I bet and they say lightning doesn't strike twice. Well, Barry Allen didn't know about that. <laughs> the lad just can't stop getting hit My by lightning. God. <laughs> Poor old Barry, straight away hit by it. And then between the lightning strike and all the lab or chemicals, the chemicals yes. that hit him in the lab, <laughs> Barry Allen is flung across the room but you can see that he's clearly different. Oh. So Barry Allen wakes up, I think six months later maybe, and he thinks he's fine. He just suddenly wakes up. But it's said that when he was in hospital, he got moved from the hospital to Star Labs so they could treat him better because they say when he was in hospital, they kept his heart basically kept stopping. But what was actually happening was the hospital, he kept getting surges of electricity through his body because the lightning was in his body now. And his heart was moving so fast that the uh, monitors couldn't pick up his heart rate. So they just thought he was flatlining and dead. Right. So Star Labs obviously had the right equipment to be able to do it. So they were able to monitor him. So he was moved to Star Lab by Joe West, his adoptive father, and they looked after him there. Do you know what's pretty impressive? Is I don't think you've looked down at your pages once for about five minutes now. Well, I, I do know. I know, the, I know a bit about the Flash, <laughs> okay? okay? <laughs> so yeah, so basically he becomes this hero. He really wants... To help people. So he gets the the red suit, the lightning bolt on the chest and becomes the Flash. And he has all these rogues and he fights the usual suspects Mm -hmm. there that everybody knows about. But then I'm just going to go on to his his main stories. So like his first main story is Crisis on Infinite Earths, which is one I talked about there a while ago. So in this story, Barry Barry is caught by the Anti-Monitors, who's a huge villain. He's from the future. Yeah, I know. I have a few times thought to myself, I might do a Hero Zero on the Anti-Monitor. And then I thought, it's just, I don't want to get into it. Oh, I'm not not going into detail here. (laughs) There's way too much going on with the Anti-Monitor. I'm just going to bring him up. He is a huge villain for the Flash. Because he wants to basically destroy the Earth, and the Flash wants to save it. Mm. Okay, so strong opposing viewpoints. There. They're, they're fairly on opposite sides. Here. Yeah, <laughs> but the Flash actually tends to get team up with like Green Arrow, uh, Supergirl, Superman, these sort of people to try help him save this crisis and in infinite. I like Earth. how he goes to Green Arrow first instead of Superman. He's always Green Arrow. Like he's like, oh, so the world's in trouble. Better go to oh, Green Arrow. But then there's also the God. <laughs> Let's go. No, no, no. Let's go to the one that shoots arrows he's and like, has no you. superpowers. He's like pointing. He's like you. It's like Superman's there. He's like no, not you. Behind you, <laughs> Green Arrow. That guy. I want that one. That's my first pick. The in guy the draft. with the arrows. <laughs> yeah. So this it was Antimar basically caught the Flash, brought him back to 1985. According to the Anti-Monitor, Barry was the only person being capable or person or being capable of travelling to other universes or timelines and therefore was too dangerous and strong to be allowed to stay free. 
Okay. So the anti-monitor wanted to basically kill him because of this and trap him. So Barry actually manages to escape and stop the anti-monitor's plan. So the anti-monitor basically wanted to destroy Earth. He had no intention of letting everybody live. He was like, no, I need to destroy Earth. Hey, dog. So Barry breaks free. Uh, he stopped the anti-monitor, uh, who had this huge anti-matter cannon. <laughs> yeah, I know. Once again, there's no, no, I don't want to get into it. Right? No, it's there's, so loud there's a lot going on here, and if I had to go into it all, we'd be here all day. I, yeah, I, I always think of that time Sean explained Galactus, and he did it in under 30 minutes, and I was like so impressed. Yeah, <laughs> How no, did you do that? We're not doing that today. I'm not going in there. <laughs> I'm not going into that detail. So he stopped the anti-monitor with the antimatter cannon, which was being used to destroy the Earth. He did this by creating a speed vortex, so basically running as fast as he could in the opposite direction around, creating like, it's like a, basically a tornado around it, mm. um, around which drew all the power towards Barry. But basically what happened was all the power that came from the cannon that was being used to destroy the Earth went into Barry, and Barry dies in the process as the power was too much and overwhelmed his body and he couldn't heal as quick as he was running around. So this is where <laughs> this is where the writer decided, no, I need my bullshit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I need to be able to bring him back in. At, so, at a certain point. Yeah, so Marv Wolfman is his name, was a scribe for a the legend. Infinite Earth. Oh, yeah. Love Marv. He was a, a scribe for the Infinite Earth uh, crisis and he left a loophole. He's, his exact words is, I left a loophole. Dead right. The loophole allows a writer in the future to pull Barry out of his desperate run uh, to annihilate the antimatter cannon, so saving the cannon, or saving Earth. However, this then let Barry know that he must someday finish his death run. So Barry oh. will be brought back in time, but he will always know in the future he'll have to eventually get to his death run, and he will have to run and die to save Earth. Right, that's actually pretty so edgy. So that's... It was actually a good storyline. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, that actually made Barry more determined to basically help others and use his speed for good. So that was pretty impressive. And it was a nice little loophole, but at the same time, it is a lot of bullshit. What can you do? It was a lot of bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was one of his main ones there. And there was a lot of team over and crossover on that one. But this one now is, this story is ridiculous. Mm. It's every superhero in DC, and, and villain, sorry, in DCEU, the DCEU, was used in this story. I think the DCEU is the cinema universe. Well, well, okay, well then it's DCEU. D- D- yeah. It's just DC. Sorry, just DC. DC. Just DC. Yeah, every, in any comic, every character that's ever been in DC was used in this so this is, as you may have heard of, and I'm pretty sure you alluded to earlier, mm. the Flashpoint. That is yeah. the one we've all heard of. And, and I'm the- pretty sure there was actually one of the best movies I've seen, a, a comic book movie, or an uh, animated movie, was actually the Flashpoint. It's unbelievable, and I'd advise anybody to go see it. It's a pretty good rendition of the, the comic books. Yeah, it's so uh, good, and everything about it is really good. Like Even the actors that they use to voice things and stuff is really good. Yeah. So this story begins basically with Barry, Alley, Bar- Barry Allen sorry, mm. waking up at his desk uh, in his office, and uh, he discovers that his mother is still alive, so he's already off to a good start in his day <laughs> two because his up. mother has been dead for years. So <laughs> Bruce Wayne's crying in the corner. <laughs> he's, he's delighted. Yeah, of course. My parents are murdered. <laughs> Did you hear? Did you hear about that? Uh, he also realises it's an, a universe where Superman doesn't seem to exist. Um, Wonder Woman and Aquaman are actually at war with each other. Good stuff. So the Atlanteans and uh, Minis- Amazonians. Minis- Amazonians, that's the word I was looking for. Uh, Against each other, yeah. He also doesn't have his powers. 
So that was one huge flaw in the plan mm. here. He doesn't have any flower powers and his wife, Iris West, is actually married to a different person. Aww. So Barry wakes up, he walks out of the out of the office or the CCPD, goes down the steps, trips. The first person he runs into, his mother. He has a great conversation. He can't understand why she's there. Gives him a big hug and they talk away. Then he goes back to his house where he thinks he's going to walk in Iris. But he looks in the window. It's Iris, her husband and their kid all Bastard. playing together. So he doesn't know what to do. He can't understand what's going on. So where do you think he goes? The one person he knows. Oh. He's going to Gotham City, baby. You guys. <laughs> yes. He drives to Gotham City. You know what? He goes there to gloat. I was chatting to my ma last week and she's actually grand, Bruce. Just to let you know. So yeah, he decides I'm going to drive to Gotham City. I'm going to talk to Batman because I know Batman. Yeah. So like, there's no problem there. He'll be able to explain what's going on. So he gets to Gotham City. He drives into a very run-down Wayne Manor, which is unusual because it's always so well-kept. Oh, no. He decides that he's going to dis- uh, explore the Batcave, but once he gets down there, it's way smaller than the Batcave that he knows and is used to. And he's suddenly attacked by Batman. Yeah, that makes sense. He's getting the ship kicked out of him. Mm. He's getting pummeled. And he's explaining, basically, he goes, I obviously startled, he starts pleading with Bruce Wayne. He goes, I know you, Bruce. I know you're Bruce Wayne. You're Bruce Wayne. Unfortunately, it's not Bruce Wayne. It's not Bruce Wayne. It's not Bruce Wayne. In this universe, or in this timeline, it's actually Thomas Wayne, Bruce's father. So in this timeline, the way it worked out was Thomas Wayne survived in the alley. Bruce Wayne was murdered. Yeah. And the wife actually turned into the Joker. Marta. Marta turned into the Joker. So that's a bit edgy as well. <laughs> so obviously Thomas doesn't believe him. Yeah. Uh, he decides to keep kicking the shit out of him and continuously beat him up. Uh, throughout this, <laughs> the Flash is trying to get his words out and basically pleading that he knows who he is. Uh, he knows his son Bruce. He is the Flash. This is that. This, this, this. Until Thomas eventually stops. Stops punching. Eventually. <laughs> Uh, he explains his thoughts or he explains his memories of what's happening but as he's doing this his memories start realigning in his brain they change mm-hmm. so the Barry realises that this isn't the same dimension anymore that it, it, sorry it's not a different dimension it's his dimension but clearly something's after going wrong or the timeline's being changed continuously but, but my question and this is a big one what could have caused all these changes so I clearly did not explain the start and I apologise. Uh, what happened was Barry was goaded by uh, Eobar Ton, who's his biggest enemy, the Reverse Flash. And he can say, he, he literally basically said to him, you're being able to save everybody. You've done so much good in your life, but you were never able to save the one person you really love, hmm. your mother. So Barry decides that night to run back in time and save his mother's life. And basically, everything that's happened since then is the, uh, the changed timeline or the results yeah. of that timeline. So Barry obviously never had powers because his mother was saved. Stuff like that. Everything gets changed completely. Like So with saving her one life, he ruins basically the rest of the world. Well, he ruins his own life, first of all. Yeah, he ruins his own life. and He, he ruins, ruins the rest of the world. Are fighting with like two people, Wonder Woman and Aquaman, who are usually 
in the Justice League really good friends are now at war with each other basically killing the rest of the earth in the process they don't care who they hurt Superman doesn't exist Superman doesn't seem to exist Batman Bruce Wayne's actually dead who was really good friends with the Flash it's actually Thomas Wayne Mm. and their wife turned into Martyr or into Martyr their (laughs) wife turned into into the Joker it's like so basically saving this one person's life create this huge just alternate universe basically or alternate timeline so I'm assuming he doesn't change anything as a true hero he takes to himself well I have my ma back my mother's here saws about your luck Bruce but talk to you after no, okay. as as I quoted earlier, <laughs> Barry is a much more noble person than that. <laughs> Fair enough. So Barry realises that he needs to go back and change this all. So he still has his ring on his finger. And he goes to go use his ring, even though he doesn't have his powers. and when Because he, he just wanted to prove to Thomas that he was the Flash and he had the suit. When he used the ring, actually the reverse Flash's suit came out. <gasps> so it's not his red and, red and yellow, or his red and gold suit. It's the yellow and red, basically the complete opposite suit to Barry's. And Barry realised that Zoom had something to do with it, or Reverse Flash had something to do with it, and he was basically taunting him by putting it into his ring. Mm. So, again, Thomas got very suspicious about this after he telling him he was red and gold. Mm. Um, but Barry decides he needs to get his powers back. The good man, the noble man that he is. <laughs> the way he decides to do this is to go about it the exact same way he got it the last two times. God damn right. And now the electric chair <laughs> and some lightning. <laughs> so Barry gets, erects basically this electric chair with, with Thomas Wayne and the two of them put it outside on a night with a load of lightning. They get the same chemicals and they put Barry in the chair and they strap him in. Mm. They turn it on and Bruce gets out of the or Thomas gets out of the way. Eventually, it does get struck with lightning, but it does not go to plan. <laughs> Bruce is engulfed, or sorry, Barry is engulfed in flames. Yes. And I mean engulfed. Well, and you know what? To be honest, kind of should have expected that. <laughs> should have expected yeah, that, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fairly flammable liquids, yeah. lightning. It seems like <laughs> a recipe for disaster. diesel. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. So, Barry is in serious pain, serious injuries, severe burns. Thomas puts it out with his cape. Brings him back into the operating tape. Puts a, a load of bandages over him. Tries to cure him because Thomas used to be a doctor. Mm. Barry wakes up. Oh no. Barry decides, I need my powers. Yeah. Let's go around too. <laughs> same chair. Same chemicals. More diesel. <laughs> More diesel. <laughs> Thomas obviously did not think it went well the first time decides maybe we should not do this yeah yeah. maybe we shouldn't do this maybe I I believe you but we shouldn't do this does anyone have any unleaded gas that we could maybe release into the air as well just as it strikes me well they might as well have but funnily enough it works the second time so he gets hit by the lightning everything goes into he gets injected with the chemicals at the exact same time it all comes together at the right precise time and he becomes the flash again he gets his body back, he gets his healing, so his burns are gone. Everything works out perfectly for him, which is great, obviously. Obviously. So that's unreal, obviously. Everybody's delighted about this. Everyone's thumbs up. Everybody, everybody's so happy. Thomas has this reputation. like So Batman obviously never killed in in Barry's universe, whereas in this universe, Thomas is a straight-up killer. He, he drops he, people off buildings, he shoots people, he has two guns at all times. Zack Snyder yeah. absolutely adores Thomas Wayne. Oh, loves him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. He, he, I think Batman was based on him yeah. when, when Zack Snyder did it. Like, two guns just Straight up, people. two guns, yeah. killing everything. But even though he's such 
basically a heartless person. He still wants to save the world and is still trying. So Cyborg is actually a general or a leader of a resistance army trying to stop the two sides fighting. And Thomas brings the Flash to them to try help. And uh, he basically said, have you seen anybody in a yellow suit running around real fast, same powers as me? I need to find them. I can stop this whole thing. And Cyborg goes, look, I haven't found someone like that, but I know that there's someone being kept in a government facility that might be able to help us. Any ideas who it might be? Oh, um, no, you're going to have to tell me. No ideas. Well, in this universe, instead of Superman's spaceship coming down and crashing in little cornfield where where he's adopted, raised, perfect, becomes the greatest person ever, it lands straight in the middle of Metropolis. Yeah. Government immediately swarm in on him. He's taken underground. He never sees the sun. Never sees the light of day. He's very frail. He's in... Oh, he... I mean to say, when you see this person, he is skin and bone. Yeah. He is rescued by Cyborg and The Flash and Batman. They bring him out to... They basically bring him out a side entrance to get him out. And the government are basically trying to get him back in. But the minute he gets out... Fill him full of Sunny D on the way out. Oh, the minute he gets outside, all of a sudden, all these powers that he should have learned to have and control as a kid, just explode out of him. Yes. So he only knows two people have ever, three people have ever shown him kindness in his life. The Flash, Cyborg and Thomas Wayne. So the government are there trying to kill everybody. And he saves every single one of them by killing everybody in front of him. Yes. So the Flash is obviously like, no, we don't do that. Stop that. Cop on. (laughs) Hey, hey, no. (laughs) You, bad. (laughs) No. Bad. (laughs) So basically, that's great. But then he just flies away, not to be seen again for a while at least anyway. And that's, that's basically that then. So the Flash is going around from place to place trying to save people. Basically, New York City becomes a massive fighting ground. A huge fighting ground for uh, the Aquam- Aquaman's basically all the superheroes and villains with Aquaman and all then Wonder Woman side of the thing basically start fighting in this one place and everybody is killing everybody. While this is happening, the Flash is basically going all around the place looking for Zoom or Reverse Flash. He's trying to find him. He knows if he can find him, he can stop everything. Like He can stop everything. So he's going around from place to place and he's eventually found by... He finds him in a bar. So Thomas is in a bar drinking because he decides that this fight is obviously clearly not worth his time anymore. <laughs> it's because he's a very cynical man. All right, boys, I'm out. So Barry decides that he's going to go in and see can he change... Can he change his mind or can he help him in any way to realise that he can still help this fight. And that's when he leaves, Reverse Flash reveals himself to Barry. The two of them immediately start trying to fight. And the Reverse Flash is kicking the shit out of him. He's been around for much longer. Barry's only after getting his speed back. And the Reverse Flash kicks the absolute shit out of him. Can I just say, by the way, I hate Reverse Flash just as a villain. I oh, so really, do I. Really I think he's horrific, yeah. He's so bad. Like, and he has about 15 names as well. It's Reverse like Professor Batman. Zoom. It's, yeah, honest to God. Like, it's like the same, exact same powers, except he's a tiny bit slower. That's no, what he is. Normally he's a tiny bit faster. You have to have Sometimes the it, he's he is faster. at the very start, but as the Flash gets better, he, yeah. he becomes a way okay. slower version. But he's always more intelligent because he's actually from the future. Right, okay. That's his whole stick. Cool. He comes back from the future. Anyway, so they start fighting and Barry is getting the absolute shit kicked out of him. Uh, and as he's doing so, the reverse Flash puts a crowbar straight through his leg so he can't run away. 
and he's basically he's goading them on and telling them how look what you've done look at the whole world look what you did you save one person's life your mother's life and now the whole world is going to end because of this this is your fault Barry you've ruined everything blah 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 literally made Barry feel like shit and Barry's like I can't do anything to stop this the reverse flash gets very distracted by this Mm. loving his moment in the sun he's finally beaten Barry Allen he's He's finally beaten the flash he's oh I've won I'm the best (laughs) What he doesn't realise is Thomas Wayne is standing behind him with a gun. With a whiskey in he's, hand. He's quick. He ain't quick enough to stop. Thomas, Al, Thomas Wayne, straight up, boom, execution style, shot through the head. Like Batman would love. Oh, I'm telling yeah, you, yeah. two guns, baby. He loves it. <laughs> pew, pew. So the Flash realises, because so the whole time this has been going on, Aquaman has had uh, Captain, Ma- Ca- Captain Atom. Yeah. And he's had him strapped to basically a nuclear bomb. So Aquaman was basically willing to, to destroy the world to win the war. He didn't care who he killed in the process. Yeah. And Aquaman had been murdered. And as a last resort, he was going to trigger Captain Atom and blow up the world. So Captain Atom is triggered. Barry realises he needs to go back in time. With a crowbar in his leg. With a crow, he, well, he pulled this out now because he's yeah. really strong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He pulls this out. He realizes he has to go back in time. He needs to let his mother die and restore the, the timeline the way it was. So it's like this really cool scene where Bar- Barry Allen is limping, limping, limping while this huge glow of white, like basically just white explosion is coming towards him. And just at the last second, he starts to properly sprint, run away, and he gets into the timeline, changes it all. He wakes up and everything's back to normal. And the thing about that is he has to watch his mother die. Oh, he's that, yeah, he's in the room. And he can so, save her, but he can't, he's not allowed. He's not allowing himself. The bit that I said to start where Barry Allen was in the room downstairs and then he just woke up on the street, or he was on the street. What happened was, it, like this exact same thing, Barry Allen goes back in time and when his younger self goes into the room, he moves him out to the street. Yeah. He then goes back into the room and has to watch his mother die. Yeah, in front of his eyes. It's actually really well done in the TV show. I've seen so that good. scene. It's so good. Yeah, yeah. No, it's very good because he gets to say goodbye to her then he, as like an adult. He waits till the reverse flash leaves in the TV show. He goes in, and he basically holds his mother. He goes, "Look, it's me, ma'am. Look, it's me. It's Barry Allen. Yeah. I'm alive. I've done. So, I've gotten so old." And the mother can't believe, can't understand it, but she understands that it is Barry. Yeah, and she's just glad to see him before he dies. It's, it's a nice scene. It's a lovely scene. It's actually really nice. Yeah. So that's basically the two biggest stories that The Flash should have. Now, there's other ones as well involved with The Blackest Night, which was Hal Jordan and The Green Lantern, but I'm not going to get into them because yeah. there's a whole thing. So just a few little things then, I suppose, on him. Uh, his powers, his main powers, he has so many. Can I guess he runs real fast? Uh, super, superhuman speed would be number one, yes. Yeah, yeah. So fastest man, on, man alive is what he says he is. Now, we don't know if that's true or not, because Super he always insane. seems to come up against villains that are faster than him. It's always that moment where he's like, I'm so quick, and then the other person's eyes move faster than his, oh, and he's like, wait On the TV it? show, there's a new season, every new season, there's <laughs> always a bad guy that's quicker than him. The first season, it was Reverse Flash. Season two, it was like uh, Professor, Professor Zoom, or Zoom, or something the, like that. They always are just called Zoom, Zoom or yeah. Flash. Three was Savitar, which was just the Flash, except an evil version of the Flash. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> He's uh, he's also got this thing, which I actually think is one of the, my favourite ones about The Flash, is phasing. So he can move the molecules in his body so quickly that he can go through solid, solid yeah. objects. So like a building, he can just run through a building, which I think is just a really cool power to have. 
uh, obviously time travel. He can actually create a speed mirage. So he can move so quickly that he looks like he's in five different places right. at once. So like there could be like an image of him here. It's not him, but because he's after moving so quickly from one side to the other, it's just a speed mirage is left of him. Uh, accelerated healing, which is huge power to be able to have. Uh, he's actually able to throw lightning. What? So when he's running around, he's able to grab the lightning or the kinetic energy he creates and throw it as a lightning bolt. Fuck it out. Which is ridiculous. Yes. He has a genius level intellect, enhanced perception and senses. Uh, he can actually turn himself invisible. How? So again, it's like he vibrates so quickly that he's just invisible to the naked eye because he's moving so quick. Right. You can't see him because he's moving so quickly. I didn't know he had that. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Like it's not. I don't think it's brought up or used much, but it's a it, power that he has because it's. It's ridiculous, let's be honest. To be honest with you, he is broken as it is. Oh, he's time travel alone is a power that <laughs> nobody should have. But uh, yeah, he's got then decelerated aging because he has healing. He's healing so quick. He doesn't age as quickly as everybody else. And uh, he basically create like basically mini tornadoes and stuff with his arms. Mm. So he uses that a lot for putting out fires. If there's a fire going on, he'll do like he'll move his arm so quickly in one direction that it sucks the air out and no air in a fire stops the fire basically yeah uh, and then just his biggest his biggest uh, rogues gallery I suppose so obviously there's like reverse flash <laughs> zoom savatar all the big they're speed they're all the ones. same yeah all the exact same ones yeah, except yeah. their speed but then he also has like ones I'm sure you've heard of before like Captain Cold yeah so Captain Cold Heatwave which is the same as Captain Cold except hot <laughs> honestly yeah uh, Mirror Master, which I'm pretty sure you did a Hero on Zero a on before. And Mirror Master is really cool. Yeah, he's really cool. Yeah, they do. They actually do Mirror Master, Heatwave, and Captain Cold, and another one, Golden Glider, Glider in the show, and they call him the Rogues. It's yeah. actually really well done. Uh, he has Wither, Weather Wizard, Pied Piper, Top, Captain Boomerang, Gorilla Grodd, Abracadabra, and then Trickster. What a line! What, what a lineup! Line yeah. I know, right? Uh, so yeah, that's Mirror basically Master it. is the only one that could actually beat him because Mirror Master can fuck with him and then just like throw him into like a mirror oh, dimension. There's like there's ones. So I think the coolest one there. Well, like yeah, Mirror Master can bring him into a mirror and he can't get out without doing yeah. certain things. Or Mirror Master basically has to pull him out. But I thought one of the coolest ones was actually on the TV show was the Trickster. So the Trickster, I think it was actually played by Mark Hamill he in was, the TV yeah. show, which was obviously so cool. But because uh, the Mark Hamill is actually the jokester joker in batman animated series yeah. which is so he basically was made for the role but uh there was one where the trickster barry allen got to him and the trickster placed a thing into him like a bolt through his arm while he was phasing and he couldn't phase it off and if he went below no sorry he could phase it off but he didn't realize at the time because he wasn't able to phase and if he went below a certain speed, there was a bomb in it <laughs> that would blow up. He speeded him. So he literally, yeah, he speeded him. He literally got him in speed. <laughs> he speed two he put cruise control. straight through him. And he had to go at like, whatever it was, Mach 1. He had to run it. And if he stopped for like a second, the that's bomb correct. would explode. But that's like the episode where he learned how to phase and went through a truck. And I would think it was like a diesel truck or something like that. And the thing got caught in the diesel in the fluid and he just stayed phasing through it. like So that was a way to beat it. But like I just thought that was a really cool way yeah, of the trickster showing good. the trickster and how good he could be if he wanted to be. So 
Yeah, I think that's pretty much it on the flash for today anyway. What a report. My God, thank you so much. That was really good. Thank you for Um, allowing me to do it. (laughs) (laughs) I think you did it a lot more justice than I did. Mostly because, I mean, you weren't even reading most of that. You were just kind of going with what you felt in your your heart. Um, I feel the love and joy. I I wanted to spread it to the world. (laughs) Um, We haven't even done Wally West. I mean, as a whole other... There's Wally West, there's Bart Allen. There's still still so many. I think Wally might be my favourite. Um, but that's just because from Justice League Unlimited yeah, yeah. and Justice League Animated oh, Show. What, what um, was um, not Justice League Unlimited? What was the kids one? Uh, Young Justice. Oh, Young Justice. Oh, Young yeah. Justice. I loved Wally West and Young Justice. Yeah, yeah that's really great. That's um, he's so good in that. The, the bit where Michael Rosenbaum playing Wally West is when this he soft bodies with Lex Luthor. And Lex Luthor is like, he's in the Flash's body in the animated series. And he's like, ha, finally, to find out the, the identity of the Flash. And he goes into the bathroom and he opens up his mask. He's like, I have no idea who this <laughs> <I> guy <am. laughs> is. <laughs> That's actually really funny. That one as well is when like, Lex Luthor gets into the Flash's body and he's like being chased around the Justice League by all the Justice League members. And, and the Flashes pretend to be evil as Lex Luthor. And he's in, he's in the bathroom and he a Gorilla Grodd comes in and he's like, I'm not going to wash my hands because I'm evil. Um, but yeah thank you so much for the report I thought that was excellent Um, this is just a bit of a change up I think we just said we'll change it up every now and then because I felt like once again keep things spicy keep them interesting as I said because Sean he's a bit shit so we don't have man seems to be on holidays every week as far as I can see Every week. I'm carrying so, the show. <laughs> I didn't want to say it. <laughs> look, someone has to. I didn't want to say it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, look, you can follow us on all the usual social medias. They're all down below. We also have a website, which is here for hire.ie now. And you can find basically every episode we've ever done. And it's really easy to navigate. Just type in any episode and you'll be able to find it. Um, the merch store is also up there. You can support us over on the Patreon. We This month's Patreon movie, or, well, last month's Patreon movie at this stage... It was um, Star Wars, Revenge of the Sith. It's just in time for May 4th. And so that we, we released that. Episode 3 is a good one. Um, <laughs> hey. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a good episode. Okay, I, okay. I don't, don't know about the movie. Um, but yeah, I mean, you can follow us all that, those places. Um, but most importantly, just tell one human being that we exist. Now you come in and say just the one. Oh no, just the one. I the- told two before and someone just came out of nowhere and beat the shit on me. <laughs> It wasn't a good day, so just one. Please. 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 For your own safety. They still have my family. <laughs> so, I have been Carl Lawler. And I have been Call of Fantasy. And we shall see you all next week, guys. Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.